Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hey guys, this is Violating Community Guidelines with Sarah and <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. Now, mm. we do have a quick disclaimer. Yes. We do not want to contribute to the spread of misinformation. Yes. So, quick disclaimer that we are approaching this in a humorous manner. We're not validating or condoning any of these conspiracy theories because they can be incredibly harmful and misleading mm-hmm. for the soft-brained. <laughs> this is simply to show how actually brainwashed people can be from being online for long periods of time and how ridiculous some of the theories are and the origins and all that. So quick disclaimer out there. We don't want to hear it in the comments. <laughs> Do not DM me talking about how I'm spreading misinformation. We are not doctors. We are not scientists. Or so lawyers. Anything that we say here is not real. <laughs> and we are joking. Yes. And we're also not going to touch on the more harmful ones. We'll no. say, like, we obviously don't condone those. But we're going to try to keep it as lighthearted as we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's some that are, like, blowing up on TikTok that I think are hilarious that we should talk about. Sure. But some of the more serious ones, like, you know... Anything to do with COVID, we really don't want to touch on. Yeah. So go do your own. But don't look at it. Look at us. Yeah. You really want to get information from us. <laughs> this is for entertainment purposes. Yes. So let's talk about the origins of, of conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. So the majority of conspiracy theories come from misinformation, paranoia, confirmation bias, mm-hmm. groupthink, mm-hmm. cognitive bias, and illusionary pattern perception. Mm-hmm. So um, conspiracy theories usually deny census and cannot be proven using the historical or scientific method. So this is it lends a lot to the human imagination. Yeah. And so illusionary pattern perception is, you know, when you get a bunch of random information, the human mind like wants to look for patterns in it. Like yeah. That's a lot with like gambling. I mean, if you can count like. Oh if you can God. count cards, do if it. If you can <laughs> count cards, that is a legit thing. However, like, you know, oftentimes if it's random numbers, it, there's no pattern in it. Yeah. You know. Um, so We also wanted to mention how journalists, this is just another important thing to mention, mm-hmm. should identify and report on conspiracy theories because there is a certain point that comes about where it's like it, it grabs news media attention. Yeah. Um, and there's a way to do it without spreading misinformation. So... It's the belief that certain events or situations are secretly manipulated behind the scenes by powerful forces with negative intent. You hear a lot about it's like the us versus them mentality of it all. So that's kind of the frame of reference for what we're about to go into. Mm -hmm. And some of them are um, a lot of them are based in like malice. Absolutely. And hate. Um, So we're not going to contribute more to those. Um, 
Yeah. But so moving along, so conspiracy theories are widespread around the world, although the majority of conspiracy theories are believed in the... Uh, wait. And uh, conspiracy theories are widespread around the world, although the majority of conspiracy theories that are truly believed in are in the United States. Believe the US, that. Would you believe that Americans are stupid? <laughs> would you go figure? <laughs> Shut go, up. <laughs> that's what I... So I do love about Twitter. Like, um, like there's like articles and like you can share it, but then yeah. there's like a notification that says, do you want to read this first? <laughs> do you want to open the link? <laughs> I, I feel like they should have that on every single like... Yeah, that's good. It's good. Are you sure you want to share this post? You have a statistic that's unsighted. Yep. I see a fraction. No, 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 no. Post. Tweet. <laughs> but, um... Consu- conspiracy theories are everywhere. Ugh. Conspiracy theories are everywhere on the web, like blogs, YouTube, and other social media platforms. They're really mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, I the dark web. Yeah, the unmentionable section <laughs> of the web. I don't even know how to get into the dark web. Fair? Okay. Stanley, <laughs> our researcher, put some links in our research. And we had a call with him before this. And so I almost clicked on something and Sarah goes, I wouldn't click on that. No, please. <laughs> you? You're going to click on that and then like all your credit cards are immediately <laughs> like online. I'm like too scared to go on there. Sarah was like, open a private browser <laughs> if you're going to do that. Borrow an iPad from the yeah, library. From like, the Apple store. <laughs> from the Apple did someone get on the dark web again? <laughs> and they're like, who could this possibly have been? And there's just pictures of you, like, testing out the camera. <laughs> the Apple filter. Yes. <laughs> Human meat cookbook. And there's, like, a status on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so conspiracy theories are generally believed because of evidence. Rather, they depend on the faith of the believer. Yes. So, as two people raised in, you know, Baptist homes, we totally understand that. Yes. And incre- how actually incredibly persuasive and powerful faith is. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it, it's based in anything concrete. You literally, um, if you, ch- like, if you try to... That's what I found. Oh, my God. Sorry. My... She's listening. Siri, God. <laughs> <laughs> No, if you try to argue with my parents about something in the Bible, they will mm. simply be like, that's not true because I read that it's, you know, in the Bible. The Bible that's been translated 6,000 plus times <laughs> the fact that, over like, 2,000 years. Yeah, like so many different men wrote this. And there are like literally passages passages in the Bible where they're like two people witness the same thing, but there's different like discrepancy. Yeah. yeah. And that just shows, you know, fallacy and eyewitness testimony. <laughs> Which um, which speaks to like you know the thousands of you know Bigfoot sightings that have been in the U.S. Hey, those are real. Why don't we write Bigfoot into the Bible? I was gonna say why don't we write Bigfoot fan fiction? <laughs> I was about to say, well, it's out there. <laughs> Big <I've> feet. <laughs> Bigfoot into the Bible is a good question. <laughs> Bigfoot in the Bible. You're gonna put Leviathan in the Bible? You're gonna put Noah, like the guy who went inside a a whale? Yeah. Moses. You're gonna tell me the Loch Ness monster isn't real? <laughs> Whatever. Have you seen those pictures of Old Testament uh, angels? Yes. Old Testament angels, yes. if you want to scare the shit out of yourself, go on your phone right now. Not if you're driving. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pull over. Pull over. <laughs> Pull over. But look up an Old Testament angel. It's basically like three large circles that rotate mm-hmm. each other. That co- They're covered in eyes. Eyeballs. And it's absolutely scary. And wings, question mark? Yeah, and what's what's creepy is that like the New Testament angels are like just look like normal angels. Precious moment ceramics. <laughs> just, so what I think happened is that someone saw an alien. Did we talk about this already? Someone saw Maybe. an alien and was like, that's an angel, yeah. you know? God? Well, there's, there's like a passage that's like, be not afraid. If I saw that, <laughs> I would shit my pants. If I saw Those memes, <laughs> be not afraid for it is high. Holy fuck! <laughs> I would develop a string of mental illnesses. 
in that one moment, my life would be forever changed. Uh, it's before and after that moment. <laughs> Something covered in eyes is like, don't scream. <laughs> it's I. <laughs> it is I. <laughs> Many eyes. Are you an organ donator? Because I feel like, you know. Oh, yeah, that was, right. that, that was going somewhere. All right. Did you know God had a wife? God had a wife? Oh, my God, Jesus Sarah. or God? God. God. God had a wife. It's somewhere. It is literally in the Bible. I've been seeing it all over TikTok, which incredible TikTok. Yeah. But in the early, early versions of the Bible, they took it all out, obviously. Yeah. Because they, there can't be something obviously. equally as powerful as God because yeah. that removes, that's, you know, the whole story. <laughs> it's this whole, I forget her name. The Me Googling story. God's wife. She's not in the movie, but she's in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Ashera. God had a wife, Asherah, whom the Book of Kings suggests was worshipped alongside Yahweh in his temple in Israel. Oh my goodness. They literally, this was incredibly, like, entirely removed from the Bible. Anyway, mm -hmm. that's another theory. That is. <laughs> it's not even a theory. This is literally All right, history. so let's write this down on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so God had a wife. Time to open Reddit. <laughs> All right, anyway. But conspiracy, okay, so there is this thing uh, created by this individual on Wait, um, TikTok, where it's like the conspiracy theory triangle. I literally cannot find it now. I just opened that fucking dark web website again. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, so there is this conspiracy theory chart created by Abby E-A-S... Okay, so their name is A-B-B-I-E-A-S-R. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter with that name. Name is Abby Richards. Yes, and then on TikTok, they are Tofology. T-O-F-O-L-O-G-Y. So they created this conspiracy theory chart. There is an iceberg that like everyone refers to, mm -hmm. but this, this one's better. Yeah. So it like breaks down conspiracy theories into this upside down pyramid. And the first one is, um, you know, grounded in reality. So and starting then, at the bottom, the like very end of the pyramid. Yeah. So the end of the pyramid is more grounded in reality, but the top is detached from reality and it gets wider at the top because most mm -hmm. conspiracy theories are a lot, very, very much removed from reality. Baseless. Yeah. So the first level is called, um, you know, uh, there's a speculation line which divides the first two, and then there's a second category of conspiracy theories, and then there's a line that says leaving reality, and then the third group of conspiracy theories is like crop circles and Elvis is still alive, and then the next level of conspiracy theories science I, denial, yeah, denying science and all that stuff, and then the last layer of conspiracy theories, which we're not going to touch on because they're damaging, yeah. is the anti-Semitic point of no return, which is a big theme in a lot of conspiracy theories is whether it's anti-semitism yeah racism homophobia sexism insert ism here yeah. yeah it's it's generally a fear of like just it's just like you it's us versus them yes and absolutely. so the the us are white people or people who are bigoted who came up with this stuff mm -hmm. and yes so we're going to remain in like grounded in reality an example of that is you know operation mockingbird which of course i know nothing about mm -hmm. it's um you know when a bird whatever and then so speculation line the second group is like free britney how is that a, a conspiracy theory free britney is a conspiracy theory it was at first before everything came out oh yeah it was like something's going on with britney spears mm -hmm. so this is probably dated at this point before all the documentaries came out like people were like she she needs help yeah and then there's like epstein didn't kill himself obviously yeah princess diana i feel like these are situations where there is mass speculate well, like they said the speculation line of like yeah. people generally are well aware that something it, it, in bad faith yeah. happened ufos area 51 they're not telling us something mm -hmm. but it's very very like yeah i agree yeah 
And then the next one is like, um, so there's like leaving reality, re- leaving reality yeah. unequivocally false, but mostly harmless. So like right. Bigfoot, the Loch Ness monster, Elvis is still alive, mattress firm, crop cycles, crop circles, crop circles, not crop cycles. That's um. that's our next episode on agricultural practices. <laughs> God, do we love perennials? <laughs> <laughs> And then the other ones like science denials, and I'm not going to talk about the other ones. Mm-hmm. But let's let's move along. There is an iceberg that people on Reddit often reference, and uh, it's yeah. it's very much in the pits of hell. Yes, that I do not want to. <laughs> very dark. How? Okay, so like I understand like the you know, speculation like line like there are people who are victims of misinformation. How you to get down there? Yeah, you know, in the pits of hell, you have to just be truly awful of a. Per- yeah, I think it is. It's really interesting, like a study in psychology or sociology or whatever and groupthink and confirmation bias is you are so dead set on being right and finding a community of people to validate you and you being right. Yeah. That it just spirals and snowballs into this incredible, like, how is there a whole convention for this shit? How did y'all do this? We're like like flat earthers, like even how you we know if if you walked across the like they, we live on a globe, yeah. The other planets look like us. Yeah, I just. But then they're like, no, scientists are like lying. It's like how everyone has like telescopes and stuff. You think that just like NASA's like begging sh- you, <laughs> shooting up party balloons <laughs> from like uh, I don't understand. So there is a list of the most popular conspiracy theories in the country. Um, not going to look at that one, but one of them yeah, is... the one I keep clicking on. The worst one is just... I can't. Okay. So there's like Area 51. I don't think Area 51 is a conspiracy... Well, there we go. I don't think it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's I, am, I mean, but I'm 100% convinced that aliens are real. Do you think the government is lying? I think the government is lying. The government has always lied. Literally, they came out with documents saying that like, um, like they've seen like UFOs in Un- the air. Yeah, unexplainable. <laughs> UFOs. And also, there are, like, billions of galaxies in the universe. There's no way that we're alone. Yeah. There's no way that us, us. Are, like, are, you know, the end-all be-all, are Americans. <laughs> the, the most deserving sentient beings. Yeah. <laughs> Americans. <laughs> so then there's, um, so the first one is, like, Bigfoot. Do you think, I, okay, I want to, I want to believe in Bigfoot. Bigfoot's real. I think it's, like I said a couple of weeks ago, um, Bigfoot is just someone who can't afford laser. Right. I have seen large, hairy people. I don't understand why that's such a, like, a jarring concept for people. Like, how big was Bigfoot that, like, someone was like, that's not a human being? Pretty big. But also, back in the day, the average height was, like, 5'8". Well, then that's even more like, what the fuck? Yeah, but, so, uh, he's just probably a guy who likes to camp, and he, like, you know, he thought he was alone, so he, take his, like, he took his clothes off. Yeah. Do you? I think Bigfoot is a big feet species. Yes. There's not just one. <laughs> this dude's walking all over the fucking continental United States. He must be like so lonely. Oh, I know, right? He's got a family. Yeah, I would love to see Mrs. Big Feet. Yeah. Miss Bigfoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Littlefoot. <laughs> Miss Littlefoot. She's tiny and petite. Oh, she's cute. She's on the cheer team yeah. in her little, you know, Bigfoot competition. Yeah. Um. So then there's, oh my gosh, the one that I really want to talk about is the Illinois mattress firm money laundering business. Yeah. Okay, so apparently there's so many mattress firms near each other in Illinois that it's suspected that they're laundering money since. Um, Who goes to mattress stores? But then I was thinking about this. When you move, what's the hardest thing to move? 
Like if someone, like if I, I can help someone move, but if they're like, help me carry my mattress down four flights of stairs, mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, we're not that close. Yeah. You know, like I know we've, we've been married. I don't know what you think this is. Yeah, so, <laughs> so the fact that they have, you know, mattress firms on every corner is just like convenience, you know? But there are never cars in the lot. No. There are never more than two employees working at the same time. Well, I mean, how many people do you need to like work a, at a mattress firm? None. <laughs> Everyone orders mattresses online. There's self-checkout. All right, guys, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and we will be right back and talk more about Mattress Firm. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we are back. And we're back. So we're going to talk about Mattress Firm, which is in... So the example that we have is in Illinois, Chicago specifically. But I found others in Dallas and Seattle. (laughs) They're everywhere. Um, So in this one screenshot of this 10 area, 10 mile radius of Uh Chicago... There are no less than 20 mattress firms. 20! And there's two, like, there's a couple where they're at the same intersection and they're facing each other. Oh, my God. It reminds me of, like, you know, CVS and Walgreens, the sexual tension between yeah. them. They're always on the same corners. The feminine urge to walk into a CVS instead <laughs> of a Walgreens. Yes. Pick up your prescriptions. <laughs> and so, basically, in 2018, a Reddit user brought attention to the fact that there was a high concentration of mattress firm stores in certain areas of the U.S., especially in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The Reddit thread quickly went viral with thousands of sharing posts and maps that show mattress firm stores within 0.5 miles of each other and sometimes even across the street. This led people to theorize that the retail company is a money laundering business. And then someone speculated a uh, mattress firm is just some sort of giant money laundering scheme. I remember seeing four mattress firms all in, all on each corner of an intersection once and there's no way that there's such high demand for mattresses. You know, everyone sleeps. Everyone does sleep, but more people launder money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be weird if you saw this in New York City, because that's the city that never sleeps. Right. But Chicago is notoriously tired. Yeah. (laughs) Those people have had it. That's what they say. The Windy City. Everyone's sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Where is everyone? They're asleep. Everybody's sleeping, you guys. But there literally are 20 mattress firms, but it also reminds me of, if you've ever been in the South, on every single street corner is a church. A church. And a chicken restaurant. One could argue that's a money laundering scheme. But oh, absolutely. <laughs> so we all have our different. Yeah. No, sorry. We were raised Baptist. You um, guys watch Narcos? <laughs> no. Or Ozark? No. You don't watch Ozark? No. It's oh, about. Oh, Sarah. Uh, money laundering. Oh, okay. Um, and they try to build a church. Yeah. And it's it's a drug cartel that is using an accountant 
um, in the Ozarks to launder money through various businesses there. And it's literally like exactly the practices that he's doing in the show. Like this is a perfect front. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind. It, it's a conspiracy theory. But do you do you believe you, you believe what you, you think that this is? Oh, yeah. Really? Come up with another explanation for 20 mattress firms. They're all the same chain yeah. mattress firms in a 10 mile radius. I don't understand. I would understand if this was like, a, you know, a map of different Jimmy Johns. Mm-hmm. But this is just a who like how. Uh, yeah. How it's often so obscure. Could you be buying mattresses? If it's a chick, if it's a McDonald's. Yeah, sure. Oh, if there's like 7-Elevens sure. mattress firms. I get it. No, this is this is so it's a cover up for money laundering. I want to fly to Chicago and try to buy a queen size bed. Don't, See what oh, happens. Don't have any in stock. <laughs> I bet they do. I look around the showroom. I'm like, I'll take a a, a sample, you know, yeah. model. Oh no, it's not for sale. Oh yeah, sorry. But yes, so there are other different types of conspiracy theories, like um, the moon landing is so popular. Everyone knows about that yeah, one. Yeah, everyone is, and the one that moon landings or the moon's made of cheese. Yeah, I think that's real. Yeah. Yeah. So delicious feta. I mean, our our planet is made of water, so if we have beverages, they might have food. That's true. <laughs> We're just a big snack for some big space monster. Yeah. And that's God. <laughs> <laughs> we start a new conspiracy theory. <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster. I think that's just a Real. really huge, yeah, it's a really huge animal. The Marianas Trench. Is deep. And so scary. <laughs> yes, yes. Like genuinely, when you, okay, I remember learning about this in like fifth grade and like, having a crisis in the middle of science class and being like, why is no one else <laughs> scared? Why is no one talking about this? Like, literally, <laughs> when you look at some of the creatures that have come up at how deeply pressurized it is, there is no light. It is so cold. Yeah. What possible creatures could live down there? So many. There are so many, like, there's so many creatures that live down there. So many. And, like, to think that they could evolve and potentially swim up. Oh, I'll kill myself. No, but the thing is, the reason why they don't swim up is because it's such a high pressure. Yeah, so pressure. But evolution happens. I know, but it would it would take them like millions of years to be able to swim upwards. Hey, maybe this is the millionth year. <laughs> this is this is the you, due date. You never know if you're around the due date. <laughs> God is wrapping up his thesis. <laughs> yes, this He's is the conclusion sand. era. Uh huh. And then flat Earth. It's just I don't understand. That's just stupid. That's just dumb. Yeah. Obviously, it's square. <laughs> I would agree. And then there's okay, so the one that we did want to touch on that everyone on TikTok keeps talking about is oh, yeah. the Denver airport. Oh bitch. Oh bitch. I, I could talk about the Denver airport for so long. Would you like to read about like what basically people think? Yeah. All right. So here is the intro to the Denver airport conspiracy theory. It was opened in 1995, mm-hmm. replaced an old airport. There was no need for a new airport. The last one operated just fine. Mm-hmm. The belief is that this airport is either a portal to somewhere, hell probably, or it's controlled by an all-powerful they. So whatever the fucking conspiracy theorist believers think, Freemasons, New World Order, neo-Nazis, neo-redacted, Illuminati, Mm -hmm. any of these like where they think it's these global elite pedophile whatever, I don't fucking know. There were reports when the airport was being built that... um, the construction workers claim that the construction went over $2 billion over budget. Yeah. There's a system of like five floors underneath the airport that are not being used for anything. People think it's some sort of a chamber for, you know, the financial elite for yeah. when the apocalypse happens. It's a, you know about that. Yeah, of Your course. parents know about that. <laughs> when the rapture happens, I'm going to Colorado. Yeah, we're, go- we're going to Denver. Hell, <laughs> 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 stuck in Denver. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> the world is ending. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we're just stuck with all the luggage that like got lost no, at Denver Airport in 1996. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a big complex tunnel system under the airport. These tunnel systems do exist, and airline ground people use them all the time to transport luggage. Go yeah. figure. Would you believe? Would you believe? But the the tea with this is that it was designed so poorly that it is literally all just baggage tunnels. But they were like flying off the conveyor yeah. belts. The bags were getting lost, falling five floors, hurting some of the workers. They did a whole, not documentary, but they did a, a news special on it where yeah. they interviewed some of the people where people would be, they were like, my flight, uh, I got off my flight at 1230 and it's two and I don't have my bag yet. Yeah. Because it's somewhere <laughs> in the 17 floors under the Denver airport. I wish you could see the baggage system that they tried to make. It truly looks like enlarged, like Hot Wheels. And if you've ever pushed a Hot Wheel down, like a, the, you know, the set, it always goes flying off. Yep. No, none, no uh, rails. Yeah, there's no rails. And like, God forbid, like one comes like tumbling down, it's just going to push everything else yeah. off. So of course it didn't work. And like, I, that's, it. yeah, that makes sense why it's there. They yeah. just didn't think about it well enough and it doesn't work. Yeah. So that is the underground system. And mm-hmm. a lot of these, it's kind of cringy. United is one of the airlines that um, is that is, this is like a United hub. I yeah, think, United. Um, yes, it is. Yeah, they did a video on their YouTube channel that the it's so cringy and corny and kind of embarrassing. They debunked all the conspiracy theories, but at the end it was like a promo for tourism. They were like, "But you come check it out for yourself." Yeah, they give like conspiracy tours, like yeah. any attempt at just just capitalism. Yeah, and I feel like, um, so, like, I think it was, like, in the mid-2000s, they, like, started leaning into it, mm-hmm. and they actually get, like, millions of dollars of, like, yep. free advertising just because people are so interested in the conspiracy theories at the yeah. airport. Um, one of the things that a lot of people talk about, which I'll admit, I don't get, I don't understand, very scary, the doomsday paintings, the, yeah. like, murals that were on the walls. yeah. Very scary. They, um, yeah. Why would you commission? They're just scary paintings so that people are like theorizing that they're like something satanic. Or, or like apocalyptic. Yeah. Pro- prophetic. Yeah. It says one is like called In Peace and Harmony with Nature and the other is called Children of the World Dream of Peace. And so the theme is environmental destruction versus environmental healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Children of the World Dream of Peace is a powerful mural expressing the artist's desire to abolish violence in society. But there's like a Nazi-ish figure in a gas mask. I'm not sure. I think it's um, just the uniform that is very similar. But also, like, okay, use a different uniform, bestie. I think they, but also, the, so a lot of the things that are, like, you know, people are saying are red flags, it's just really dark art. Yeah. You know, because artists are notoriously... Tortured. To, tortured souls, you know. Okay. Think about any artist in history, and they'll tell you, like, yeah, I kind of am sad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Where does, you know, like if we're comedians and our jokes yeah. come from trauma, I, I imagine art is just from the same know, the pits of hell. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel bad. So the um, there's another thing about the gargoyles because there's gargoyles. There are gargoyles outside of the airport and they call it Notre Denver. Um, so but the reason behind that is historically gargoyles, gargoyles were placed on buildings to protect the site. And so the international, so the airport gargoyle. Oh, my God. This word, <laughs> gargoyles. <laughs> 
The Denver International Airport's gargoyles sit slightly above travelers' heads to help ensure the safe arrival of baggage. LMAO. <laughs> if the baggage hasn't fallen down the like the yeah, baggage shafts. Lost forever. <laughs> also, I feel like sitting above their heads is like a natural place to put them. That's not that weird. Because I mean, like, if you go anywhere, like gargoyles are like always up higher. Yeah. They fly. And gargoyles are historical figures. I mean, they've been around for long yeah. time for that exact reason. So I don't think that's that weird. It is weird that there is so much art. Yeah. And I I know it's something called like the Denver Public Art Fund or something yeah. like that where that was kind of the whole idea is it's it's decorated with an amalgamation of all these different types of art and that was supposed to be like kind of the beauty of it. Yeah. But like I get it. It's nice and profound and mm-hmm. like the paintings, you know, like, oh, abolish violence and war and all that. But, like, this is an airport. Yeah. Go, why not put this shit on an exhibition at an art museum? Yeah, why is the theme environmental destruction? You're at an airport? <laughs> you, you are quite literally <laughs> contributing to the problem. Seems a little bit, you know, like, <laughs> should we be doing this? <laughs> Feels a little bad. <laughs> Feels, like, kind of wrong, guys. But there's also, outside of the airport, there's something called the spooky, this, like, spooky horse statue, Blucifer. Oh, look him up. Guy, pause and go look him up. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's this big blue horse with red eyes. Like, it looks kind of creepy. But the original yeah. artist built the horse, and he actually, his, um, it was a tribute to his father, but then mm-hmm. the horse statue fell on him <laughs> and killed him. Well, R.I.P. You know what they say? Well, I mean, like, the guy who, like, the first guy to die at the Hoover Dam was also like related to the last guy to die during the construction of the Hoover Dam or something like that. That's misinformation. Oh, Please don't. Yeah, don't don't quote us on that. <laughs> it's like how the guy um, who invented the Segway died on a Segway. But I think You're that kidding. I think that was intentional. I think he went off the side of a. Oh God! It's a dark life. Oh God! It is. He was actually commissioned Being a genius. <laughs> to paint something for the Denver National <laughs> Airport. <laughs> he was on his way to the airport and died <laughs> on a Segway. But um. Yeah, this horse statue. There's a whole. There have been tons of stories written about it, but it it's just like. Why? It is creepy, but Why? like if if Denver's just a connecting flight, you'll never you'll never see it. Yeah. You know? Oh well. It still makes me feel very weird. weird. I was looking at all this because I like obviously I saw this on TikTok and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the more I looked into it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> a lot of it's been debunked. I get it. Yeah. A, a lot of it has to do with art in general is what's that quote? comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable <laughs> fucking whatever this is a public airport though like yes. of all places are you already like largely uncomfortable at an airport yes like, very no one, liminal it's just like it's a transitional space like you already <laughs> feel like out of body you know like there are people like, wa- like walking around just like in their pajamas and then there are also people in suits it's like this is a very weird space yes. already yes you know it's like why not disturb people a little bit further this demonic horse and gargoyles yeah that's like playing like children's music in an empty mall it's like yeah dude this, we're already all uncomfortable you, you can just turn it off right they're, now they're playing bad baby next to the nazi sculptures um also i don't know if this is like it, it's not real again adding to the conspiracy but due to the runways running in different directions like to allow multiple flights at once the airport claims that these runways look like a pinwheel but obviously the conspiracy theorists are like it's a swastika yeah and it's like girl and I've looked at the map, and it is, I don't know, other airports don't do this. Yeah. So, again, it's like, what the fuck, guys? I mean, maybe they're trying to utilize their land in, like, the most efficient way possible. Because I know, like, you know, sometimes you just have to make things point all weird ways. Yeah. But, I mean, is Denver flat? <laughs> is. Wait, no, Colorado has a lot of mountains, right? You never know. It could be in a valley. Yeah, Denver is a relatively flat city. 
with just over 300 feet separating its highest. I mean, maybe they could only buy a certain amount of land from the city. Hmm. I don't know why they would need to like make it like that. I don't either. Some of the, I'm just, I'm hung up on these paintings, dude. Yeah. Like it's just. They're a little bit creepy. They're very creepy. And I'm thinking usually when I go to an airport, if I'm at like the Austin Bergstrom airport, if I'm at JFK, if I'm wherever, it's like children's art. Yeah. It's like of the community. Yeah. Right? Or it's like sometimes they'll have old sculptures or whatever on loan. This is like this was commissioned for it. They signed off on it and it's still there. Yeah. Although they had to cover up some of these figures because they were so scary. Oh, shit. It's also like it's Colorado. Like all these people yeah. are, you know, greening out and then, you know, they're forced to look at all these gargoyles. Of course, they're going to freak out. Yeah. But also, oh, I mean, Colorado is a little bit more of an artsy state, you know? I would agree with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like how when you go to, um, I think it's McCarran for Vegas, mm-hmm. like there's like the slot machines and the smokers room, which I've never seen in an airport. There's just this like <laughs> glass room like blocked off where you can smoke and you see like faint lights of like <laughs> slot machines. And there's probably just like one person in there just like smoking. That's the real portal to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it smells so bad. <laughs> no, but it like also... You know, I mean, there are a lot of airports that just stress me out, too. Like, yeah. the layout. If you've ever been to Charlotte, that is a fucking nightmare to get through. What? Why? It just, like, it, like, branches impossible. I don't know. You'd have to look at it. Okay. You'd, have to, you'd have to visit. <laughs> I'm okay. Travel Charlotte. <laughs> well, actually, Char- Charlotte's, like, a Charlotte huge. Charlotte tourism. <laughs> Charlotte's, like, a huge, not hub. Atlanta is a large hub. Mm-hmm. But, um, I- I'm-, I'm trying to think of what my favorite airport now. <laughs> it's just, it's, like, a. Yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite airport. I love, um, I love McCarran. But I also love O'Hare. O'Hare slays. Yeah. The only time I've ever fully knocked someone over, like running through an airport, was at O'Hare. I was about to miss my flight, my connecting flight. President Barack Obama. (laughs) That man, George Clooney. (laughs) No, all I remember is I was running so fast and they had a green shirt on and I just elbow checked them, completely knocked them on their ass. And I never looked back. I I couldn't tell you if it was a child or a man or a woman. We'll never know. (laughs) They will always remember me. They will. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Hopefully they were okay. Have you ever knocked someone over in an airport? I haven't. You ever ran through an airport? Yeah. I sprained my ankle in an airport one time (laughs) running. Yeah. Because it's like, also, they have those people movers, but it's just, it's just so counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. You're going to get on the people mover and stand still. Yeah. You might as well be walking. There's nothing more annoying than someone who's horribly inefficient (sighs) at an airport. I understand if you know, like, there's something causing you to move slower, like physically right. through the airport. But like there are people like, you know, they just wait. They wear like Doc Martens laced all the way up. Yep. And then they wait till they get to the front of the TSA line and they're like, oh, maybe I should take that off. And then they're like walking like five people wide through the airport and they're just or like standing in doorways. Yep. Or like, you know, when you order like Starbucks at the airport and they just wait by the counter and it's yep. like, guys, let's all move back. All right, you know, guys, Let's come consider on. other people around yeah. us. You're done with the line. Get out of the line. <laughs> let's move. Or the families with like 17 children. Yeah. And they're the little tiny ones. And you're like, oh, sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, you don't want to touch the kids. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't, don't yell at me, but like get out the fuck out of the way. Yeah. I don't really. Okay. So people like really hate on like children when they cry on airplanes. I don't mind them as much anymore you just cursed yourself every flight you take from now on is gonna have a crying but the thing is is you account for that you know like you you show up two hours early you realize i may be on a plane with a baby Mm -hmm. like those are the things i account for i hate the things that i don't account for like you know someone like just laying down in the middle of the walkway and i have to walk around them and they look they look at me like i'm the asshole for stepping over them excuse me (laughs) i was asleep here (laughs) 
I am waiting for my flight to Chicago. I have been on a flight before with someone who has, like, you know where they bring the most obscure items? Yeah. And like, this won't fit in the glove compartment. Yeah. It's like, yeah, girl. It's, yeah, you have a two, like, guitars. Of course, they're not going to fit up there. Um, They told me this would fit. And then they, it's a whole thing. I've been on so many flights that have been delayed because people are just idiots. Yeah. It's like, you've never been on a flight before? <laughs> Dude, you need to check your drum kit. <laughs> I'm begging you. Of course, you can't get on. It won't fit anywhere. <laughs> I skis. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on a flight um so when i moved to los angeles i brought my cat with me mm-hmm. i sat next to this guy who was pressed up against me obnoxiously so and not like he you know he couldn't help it but like he was pressed up against me he reached into my carrier and petted my cat <gasps> he opened the carrier and petted my cat unzipped and, it yeah and my cat and he was like he was just i love like he was like talking about how he loves cats and i was like there's the Cat has a sedative, and I'm so scared if you wake him right now, I will deal with him meowing the yeah, entire flight. it's over. It was so violating. I was yeah. like, don't touch my cat, weirdo. Uh, don't touch my puss. <laughs> have you ever, like, um, lost your luggage? Yes. Yeah, how'd it go? Um, I have to have it shipped to the house. Really? Yeah, it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> you were the same thing you were to the airport for, like, three days. Literally. And I... Since that happened, I've always been like, I should keep a toothbrush and toothpaste and shit with me, like in my carry on. Yeah. I just don't. You know what they, um, Can't be asked. here's a hack. So, um, if you, you're supposed to put your medications in your backpack or your carry on, but if you tell the people when they've lost your luggage that you have medication in your bag, they have to find it within like 24 hours. Ooh. And so, I mean, like, it is lying, but you know, they're airlines and they, just fucking suck. Yeah. They canceled like a thousand uh, American flights. Oh my God. I, I, so like literally um, Thanksgiving flights from American are like $200 mm-hmm. right now. I was like, are you fucking serious? The next mm-hmm. like cheapest one is like 1500. Mm-hmm. It's like no one trusts American. Literally. I don't trust American. <laughs> no, this whole, I don't trust any American. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Americans. <laughs> I'm not here for the Americans. Um, yeah, my, my, Sister's trying to fly from Dallas to Florida right now. That's like an 11-hour drive, maybe. It would literally be cheaper to drive and less time, too, because all the American ones have super intense layovers, and it's so fucking expensive. I don't... Whatever. No, it's going to be awful. I'm showing up to LAX four hours early for my flight. Oh! So I'm going to go at 2 a.m. Just uh, My flight's at 6. Hopefully I make it through. Barney's Beanery, just (laughs) going to town. I'm at the um, the Barbie, you know, like, (laughs) store in the LAX. Just like looking at dolls. There is another. Trixie Mattel core. <laughs> Trixie Mattel. There is another um, really funny conspiracy theory I want to talk about Greta Thunberg, time traveler. It's yeah. very basic, but basically, there was this picture of this girl from like 1800, 1888 or something that looks exactly like Greta Thunberg. And so people were saying that she is a time traveler um, mm-hmm. because, you know, but here's the thing Greta has a very. Um, you know, default setting face. Yes. You know, she's white. white. Yeah. Like, I look like Greta Thunberg. Mm-hmm. If you saw me without makeup on, you'd be like, Greta, I yeah. love that you're visiting. You and know? also, Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Any <laughs> other white person. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And so, um, but basically, they're saying she's a time traveler. But I was like, imagine. Okay, so she, like, loves the environment and stuff yeah. like that. Imagine the amount of power it would take to go like time travel yeah this girl took a boat across the atlantic because she didn't want to like you know contribute to like airports and stuff it would be really funny if we saw her at the denver international airport (laughs) what are you doing here (laughs) (laughs) i also think it's like oh i've seen a lot of these you know like where matthew mcconaughey looks like someone from the 1800s someone looks like abraham lincoln fucking whatever yeah i want to know if i have one 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are people alive right now. There's like at least five people in the U.S. that look like me. Oh, that's scary to think about. There are like five people in South Carolina that look like me. <laughs> <laughs> Different issue. <laughs> but that's uh, one of them is my siblings. But yeah, I I think it's just because like how unique can someone's face truly be? Well, science says very. <laughs> yes, I mean. But my brain says everybody has to look alike. <laughs> There's at least five people who look like me. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to open this this website. Celebrities who look like people from history. Um, Do not quote me on this. Um, I am not a scientist, but I was watching a TikTok once. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said time travel is possible. But however, like the Earth is moving so quickly through space that if you could time travel, you would either transport yourself, like even 10 seconds back in time or forward in time, you would probably transport yourself to the middle of the earth's core or you know like it miles into outer space because earth is literally moving so the biggest problem that comes with time travel is where to how to land so like if you have like if there have been time travelers they're either like suffocated in space or they're just like you know uh, uh, in the core oh my god (laughs) they're dead Wait, I don't... That does not compute in my brain. Okay, I'm, so you, I'm not going to ask follow-up questions. No, no, no. Okay, so you know how the Earth rotates around the sun? Yes. Okay, so it's physically moving through space sure. at such an astronomical speed. that So if you transport yourself, like you leave this one space, and Earth even just moves for like 10 seconds, you're uh, if you come back to the same location, you're going to be in the middle of outer space. Okay, I get that. Earth is moving, yeah. And so, so you would have to you couldn't come back to the present. You would yeah. have to you can never return to the present. Yeah. And That's if you scary. somehow like I mean, dude, this is there's gonna be like scientists listening to this and be like, Did all right, scientists look. listening to us <laughs> <laughs> The new the next Einstein is like, Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I have theorized this too. <laughs> the guy I misquoted on TikTok is going to like, you know, duet this and be like, This is not what I said. Okay. We're now this we've entered the section where we're spreading misinformation. Yes. Okay, none of this okay. <laughs> Do take say everything I take everything I say with a grain of salt. Yes. I'm not even sure my name is Sarah. 100%. Yeah, I don't even know either. I cannot tell you that as matter of factly. But basically, on this ranker article, there's like all these celebrities that look like famous <laughs> old people of the past. Trying to change the subject. <laughs> Let's toss to a quick ad break. Right. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. And so we're going to learn about the fractionalization theory. At what cost? (laughs) (laughs) I accidentally opened a scholarly article, and so now I'm cursed with reading these big words. All right, we're going to choke our way through this. Have you ever written a a research paper? Many. Really? Yeah. I have guessed my way through some. Yeah? Yeah. I miss writing, like, really analyses. I really do. I don't want to study anything. That's fair. (laughs) I enjoyed school to a certain extent. And when I graduated, I was like, oh, thank God. And then a year later, I was like, I kind of miss being challenged in that way yeah. and having someone uh, rate my analyses. You can write things and I'll read it. I, I, I deliver my feces. I slip it under your door. Don't be like scratches. You're, and- you're cramming. And it's like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay. Do you have a theory on anything? You got to be a little bit more specific. Do you have like a scientific theory that you just truly believe is real? Hmm. 
I do think that the soul weighs 21 grams. The human soul? The human soul. How would you go about weighing that? Because I feel like with a lot of like science experiments, you need to like be able to replicate it humanely. Yeah. And that means you have to measure people, weigh them as they die. I, th- I That's been done. Yeah. But it's also like everyone shits their pants when they die. <laughs> so you you lose 21 grams and then 21 grams comes in. Maybe that was it. Yes. Your shit was 21 grams. The human soul, a.k.a. human feces. Yeah. Maybe your soul comes at your ass. I don't know. I think there's a lot of factors in that, but I do think I've read enough of things of like near death experiences or like right before and after death where something happens to the body. And I don't mean physically, scientifically. I mean like metaphysically, I think something leaves you. Yeah. And I do believe that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I definitely, I definitely can see how that's a thing. What about you? Do you have any that you... You hold this to be true? Um, what these truths to be self-evident? Yes. <laughs> I know that book. Uh, book. I, I love that podcast. I love that. <laughs> it's just someone reading legal documents. <laughs> it's reading the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> That's not the Gettysburg Address. That's MLK. That's MKG. No, it's not. It is M- MLK. That's the, that's the, we hold these truths to be, that's like something with Abe. <laughs> We are not science. We are not smart, guys. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That's like that's like that's the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I haven't read that. Nicholas Cage stole it before I could. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll yeah. never see it again. That rat. Ba- okay, so fractionalization. All right. Anyways, guys, back to what we were saying. <laughs> okay, I can't. Um, what does this mean? Fractionalization theory basically says that reality is like a Russian nesting doll. Okay. So. Each one you take out, uh-oh, there's another one in it. And soon, you've got a whole little family of realities. Yeah. That's it in layman's terms. Let's attempt to read <laughs> this one. This is from... Wikipedia. <laughs> Literally. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stab at it. In quantum mechanics, fractionalization is the phenomenon whereby the qu- oh my, quasi-particles of a system cannot be constructed as combinations of its elementary constituents, of course. Uh, one of the earliest and most prominent examples is the fractional quantum Hall effect, where the constituent particles are electrons, but the oh, you quasi- lost me. quasi-particles carry fractions of the electron charge. Wait, say that again. Dude, I can't. Say it again. <laughs> Just try. It's like saying Bloody Mary three times in a marriage. <laughs> but it's just you trying to stutter your way through an academic article. Or it's like a tongue twister. I'm, I'm forced to read a Wikipedia page about like something that's like a 12th grade reading level. Yeah. One of the earliest and most prominent examples is the fractional quantum Hall effect where the constituent particles are electrons, but the quasi-particles carry fractions of the electron charge. That sounds ridiculous. Um... I can't read. Dude, I can't. I need the layman's. I, I was there and then I was lost. <laughs> so um, our lovely research assistant said it's like a Russian nesting doll yeah, effect. Yeah, thanks, Stanley. That's that's about as... Well, there's something called fractal cosmology. Is that like the study of, you know, space makeup? <laughs> <laughs> this is Trixie Mattel's next launch <laughs> for Trixie Cosmetics. In physical cosmology... Which is, what the fuck is cosmology? <laughs> a branch of astronomy concerned with the chronology of the universe. Okay, so the timing of which the universe happened. Okay. okay. So fractal cosmology is a set of minority cosmological theories which state that the distribution of matter in the universe or the structure of the universe itself yes. is a fractal across a wide range of scales. So more, it's a Russian doll. Yeah. 
a central issue in this field is the fractal dimension of the universe or of matter distribution within it. All right, lost me. Dude, I was trying so hard. I was trying to. I don't know why I expected subtitles to like appear in my eyes no, because I could not understand what you were saying. Yeah. So what I'm I'm assuming is that everything is stacked inside of each other. But is that a conspiracy theory? That is a conspiracy theory. Wait. Russian doll universe Dude. theory. <laughs> We're trying to figure out science in real time. Quantum immortality? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Imagine like you're on like a, you have like a science project and you're paired up with us. Oh, you're done. Yeah. You're failing. I'm that kid that contributes like two like horrible paragraphs at like 3 a.m. the night before. Yeah. You see me typing. There's nothing there though. There's it's no- just H H G H G. It's just H-G. my name like repeated. <laughs> Okay, here's here's this. Yes. Okay, dude. You know Schrodinger's cat? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> is that that um wait wait wait, is that that uh movie where like it's the list? Oh, that's Schindler's list. Never yeah, mind. That's, that's very different. Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's cat is kinda tea. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is the, what is that? It's a thought experiment that illustrates a paradox of quantum superposition. It's basically saying that it's two parallel universes. Like you put a cat in a box with something like poisonous and in one universe he lives and in one universe you open the box and he's dead. But regardless, the box is closed so you don't know. Yeah. But that's, so here it is. Schrodinger's cat, a cat, a flask of poison, and a radioactive source are placed in a sealed box. If an internal monitor detects radioactivity, the flask is shattered, releasing the poison which kills the cat. The Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics implies that after a while, the cat is simultaneously alive and dead because we don't know. Yeah. Yet, when one looks in the box, one sees the cat either alive or dead, not both alive and dead. So it poses the question of when exactly quantum superposition ends and reality collapses into one possibility or the other. Okay, so I do want to say that it says it's not a real experiment and therefore it did not scientifically prove anything. Oh, well, yeah. No, these are all just like... What if? Yeah, what if? What if a cat was alive and dead? Okay, I don't know yeah. if, if my brain is broken, but there's so many like science things that I don't care about. Oh, uh, I don't care and I don't get it and I don't think it's for us to get. This was started off as conspiracy theories and now we're just reading Wikipedia <laughs> no, arc- articles. I don't know what the Declaration of Independence says. <laughs> I don't know what quantum physics is. And there's going to be listeners like, you know, oh God, what is this? We didn't say I we were just, experts. You know, to this day, I still get people in my DMs that are like, I don't know how the solar system works either. From the very first video we did with each other. Do yeah. you remember that? Yes. I I mean, I'm. it's pretty evident by like you not understanding that Earth moves through space that you don't understand. Well, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I just don't, under- I didn't understand how if the Earth is moved, if I time travel and the Earth goes over here and I time travel back here, I'm in space. Yeah. Didn't get that. <laughs> I know more about astrology than I know about like, you know, Pluto. Pluto's cold and dark well, sometimes. Pluto's not real. <laughs> Pluto was made up. We, we start a list of conspiracy theories. <laughs> Pluto is not real. Not only is it not a planet, it is not real. It's not real. The moon is made of feta cheese. Schrodinger's cat Greta. is alive. <laughs> Greta. <laughs> the moon is made of Greta Thunberg. No, I said feta. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The moon is alive. <laughs> the moon is alive. The moon is sentient. Why do people, why do they just, why do they want to <gasps> believe this stuff? You know, it doesn't... I- I have theories on that. What's that saying? Like, if you hear hooves, don't assume it's a zebra. Like, it's, it's what? The, you just made that up. No, I didn't. Okay, so it's like if you hear hooves, it's probably like a horse or a goat. If you hear hooves, think horses, not zebras. You didn't make this up. Oh my god. So yeah, because it's like a zebra is the least likely thing, unless you're at the zoo. Then yeah, I would. I'd be like, maybe a zebra. You know, this is gonna change my life forever. <laughs> yes, this Doctors is the- are. T- this is what Sarah's referring to. 
Doctors are taught when you hear hoof beats, think horses, not zebras. Meaning a doctor should first think about what is a more common and potentially more likely diagnosis. Yeah. But in genetics, we think of all the zebras. So we have a tendency to go abstract. Yeah. Like if I get sick one day, I'm looking up every single type of tumor. Yeah. Disease there is. Yeah. Versus it's a common cold. Yeah. You are simply sick. Yeah. You walked outside, put hand on pole, put hand on mouth. Licked. You are sick. You are sick. (laughs) That that is very true. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Maybe that that definitely is a crux of this whole idea of conspiracy theory is I don't think it will ever be enough to think we're just alive. We work, we get money, we Mm. eat some stuff and then we die. Well, I mean, like, think about, like, so they said, like, the origins of conspiracy theory, like, paranoia. Like, just think about, like, you know, if you've ever liked someone, yeah. and then they don't text you back for the entire day, and then yeah. you're like, oh, my God, they hate me. They want me burnt this, burned at the stake. What's wrong with me? You know, like, so I, if, it's just, like, an extension of that, where, like, your mind just always goes to a negative place. Yeah, running rampant. Yeah, you just always assume the worst. Like, if someone tells me that they love me, I'll be like, no, you don't. If someone tells me that they hate me, I believe it to you're like, its I get it. core. Yeah. yeah. Because I know me and I'm like, that's that checks out. Right. And so that's how these, you know, conspiracy theories start is just people are like negative. I do think. Oh, here's a question. Let's get deep. Yeah. Do you think humans are innately bad or good? I Because you're a very black and white thinker sometimes. I think. Okay. Here, let's start with you. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, humans are innately evil. Yeah. And that's why religion comes into the question is because we need moral guidance Mm -hmm. because we don't have it ourselves. Human altruism at the same time, though, exists. I do believe that. You know, I don't know what that word means. Like uh, the tendency to be nice to each other. Oh, well, I think humans are humans are bad. I mean, if humans the fact are that, selfish, gluttonous. Yeah. The fact that if you like get rid of, you know, like bees, the entire world will collapse. You get rid of us and it will thrive. It will heal. Yeah. Like we are the tumor <laughs> on this planet. We are innately bad. We will like, I have absolutely no faith in people that they'll do the best thing. That's why I'm always so caught off guard when someone's nice to me. Right. Like, one time, like, a CVS employee was like, how was your day? And it literally made me break down because I was like, I wasn't expecting anyone to right. talk to me that day. Yeah. You know, or any anyone, anytime someone gives me the benefit of the doubt, I literally have a mental breakdown because I always assume the worst. But that's what I'm saying is, like, is it we've been so conditioned because we are innately evil or is it the world that's evil and the world is only made of us? Yeah. It's a great great line of questioning it is it's um, but i think that ties back into <laughs> to bring it back to conspiracy <laughs> theories it, back. it ties back into this is why people just let their minds run free with this horseshit yeah genuinely it yeah. is horseshit and you fill your brains with it and it completely changes your worldview and i think it there is not a conspiracy theory that is positive yeah well there's like some that are funny Sure, they're funny, but they're not positive. They're right. not like... That is true. I don't think uh, there's one that's like where the theory is like innately like positive. Yeah. No. All of them are like the government is hiding someone, something. Greta is a time traveler, mm-hmm. which like, you know, it's kind of annoying for her to probably see. None of these are like flowers are going to change the world and heal disease. Yeah, but then it's like there's people are like, let's start good conspiracy theories. I don't think we should we should start any at all. They're not... Well, that also, but they're not interesting. Yeah. We are so drawn to the macabre and the dark and the the fucked up, even if we don't give into. I think it's this weird thing of like the chills countdowns and all that. Yeah. No one really enjoys a horror movie to the whole horror community. Shut up. Well, I think it's like, I think it's, 
<laughs> you don't actually like it. You like the feeling of being able to say that you like the, horror films. The adrenaline rush of it makes you sure. feel something. Sure. And I can understand that. But also, actually, I feel like some people do enjoy, you know, horror. But why? It's terrible. You're watching people die. Well, and it's be like, scared and yeah. Demons. It's like, well, I mean, if you drive by like a car crash. Yeah, car crash. You know, you just want to look and then you start your own. Because we're evil. Yeah, we are evil. Demons I mean, are evil. it's just because you don't naturally see like gore. Like, I mean, unless you're like a you know surgeon you really don't see that type of stuff yeah that often so it's the intrigue but it's also like mm-hmm. it feeds into this whole you become obsessed with it the whole true crime wave that happened yeah it, i think it's because we were shielded from it as kids yeah and then you become you obsess over it yeah to this point where it's like ted bundy's hot i i don't get it that's so cringy it is like how that's annoying but that's yeah. a different episode by yes, the way that is a, that is a different we episode. will do that in the future all right, so I think that we pretty much wrapped up conspiracy theories. Yes. Take everything we said with a grain of salt. We literally, at certain <laughs> points, at certain points, said I believe this with my full soul, and then we're like, "How can these people believe this stuff?" But yes, um, we are not experts. You just watched us stumble through a Wikipedia article. You just watched a psychology experiment <laughs> between the two of us. We actually get like a cube of cheese after this is over. We're like a rat that dings a bell. Oh, God. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Violating Community Guidelines with Sarah and, and, and me. So make sure to like, subscribe. Five download stars. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any place you get your podcast. Leave us a review. A nice one. Tell your friends. Your mom. Grandma. Post on Facebook. Uncle Tommy <laughs> would love our pod. Potty. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.